How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another broadcast of the uh, Goof Norton Radio Show. It's Monday. Um, I have a couple other episodes ready for you guys for this week. The um, the episodes may be out of order because I don't remember what I said, and I may have dated them by accident. Well, not dated them, but like said the day that I was recording them on. So it's fine. Like <laughs> stuff is gonna happen like that. But those episodes hopefully will be good for you guys, um, and we'll see what your thoughts are <laughs> after those episodes are released, because uh, I kind of went on a roll a little bit, but it's an interesting one. I kind of took a, I don't know, I'm not going to say a controversial side to anything, but definitely said some interesting things. So recently in, uh, I don't know when this video was posted, but there was a, uh, there's a video circulating around of a New Zealander, I believe it's New Zealand, that, uh, ended up having a conversation with his neighbor. So in this video, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a neighbor who's, I don't know. He's a big dude, kind of older, probably middle-aged, maybe closer to 40. Um, and you have this kid who's small, kind of skinny. Like, this 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 neighbor is double the kid's size. Um, and he's probably like a young kid, probably in his 20s or something, I don't know. And the neighbor comes over and starts kind of, you know, talking to the guy. Uh, uh, because what happened was... The, uh, since it's New, it's New Zealand, right? So these guys get rain, they get floods and stuff like that. And some of the sandbags that the kid had left along the fence line where the two neighbor's yards meet, some of that, a little bit of that sand kind of got in the neighbor's yard and the neighbor was kind of uh, talking to him about it, you know, trying to get this, uh, trying to get this kid's attention and whatnot. And it kind of turned a little south from there. What ended up happening was the neighbor uh, threatened to come into the yard and climb over the fence, and, well, the neighbor did. He seemed kind of drunk the way he did it because he didn't, like, climb over the fence and, like, you know, land on his feet. He climbed over the fence and kind of flopped over on his back <laughs> when he got over, or on his front, I can't remember which one it was, but he flopped over the fence, basically. Uh, <laughs> was, that in itself was already kind of funny. Uh, then it kind of goes, it definitely goes south from there because they start, you know, kind of just having this conversation. This kid's just asking this guy to get off his property because, you know, um, what end up, one of the details that I should have noted is that this kid, um, lived in the house that his father owned. He recently lost his father. So that was uh, one of the things that the neighbor said is like, yeah, your, your dad owned this place. The kid's like, yeah, like I live here now. And the, the neighbor was like, I'm sorry. And the kid responded with, uh, like, no need to be sorry. I'm not expecting any sympathy from anyone. And, you know, fair enough. So, going on from there, the, the neighbor kind of was uh, upset as well because the kid had his floodlights on around his house. But the only reason he had them on was because he was trying to see his neighbor, you know, talk to him. This issue had come up a couple weeks ago, as the kid said in the interview, because this, this made national news, by the way, in New Zealand. Uh, and uh, it, was, it was either Australia or New Zealand. I can't remember which. I'm just going to say it was one of those two. The flags I tend to get confused with 
it's my fault, but, <laughs> um, but we'll, 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 you'll figure it out once you find the video. I don't, I don't have the link to the video because I got this from another source. So, but, uh, continuing on with the story, this, uh, the kid had a, the neighbor complained about the floodlights being on a couple weeks ago and the kid acknowledged that. And he said he turned them off like two weeks ago. He turned them off and hasn't turned them on since because of said complaint. Fair enough. All right. Kid abided by the, by the person's, uh, you know, concern and complaint, whatever. Cool. You know, he complied peacefully. And then the neighbor comes back and complains about it now, but, but it's only because he only turned them on because the neighbor was talking to him, you know, from the fence line. And, you know, uh, now that the neighbor's in his yard and whatnot, he's this whole time, you know, the, the girlfriend, his, uh, the kid, the kid's girlfriend was recording this. So, you know, she was kind of threatening to call the cops the whole time. She never, I don't think she ever did until after the fact and after the event was over, but, um, we'll continue on and you'll see uh, what happened. And so, you know, this, this, these guys are just kind of going back and forth at it at this point. The guy is kind of threatening the, the kid and the kid's just like, like, can you get, get off my lawn, man? Like, get off my lawn, go home. Like, get off my lawn, go home. Why are you here? You know? And he's keep, he keeps saying that. He keeps saying that. Then it, they go to like the front of the house, I believe. Um, and the guy gets closer to the girlfriend. He steps in between because they're basically walking around the lawn. The guy's just, the neighbor's just walking around the lawn because he, I, he, he, he looks drunk. He, like he kind of looks like he's drunk or he's out of it on some medication or something. Cause he's not completely there. But, um, as they're walking up on the porch, this guy walks in between the boy, the, the kid and his girlfriend and he gets close. Like he's within like a couple, a couple feet of her. You can see it on the video. And you can see on the video as well, the kind of look on his face. It's a kind of like a, a weird smile. Not one of the, one of those that just doesn't look good. Like he's up to no good. And at that point, the guy's like, Hey, back off. And he pushes him away. He pushes the guy away. And the guy comes back and he does a, and the kid does a one, two quick one, two punch, knocks the big guy out, lays him flat on his back. And, um, that is the, that's the video that kind of went crazy over in, uh, whatever country <laughs> that occurred in. Uh, and the kid had a whole interview, explain what happened, you know, better than I could. If you can find that video, uh, then, then I suggest you do watch it yourself. But man, like, uh, first of all, I have to say that, that, that the girlfriend should have called the police a while ago. Like when, as soon as you stepped on the, as soon as the guy stepped on the property, like, Hey, um, I applaud the kid for, you know, knocking out the dude and defending himself because, Hey, somebody's on your property. Like you have all rights to defend yourself, especially if they, you know, pose a threat like that, but they should have called the cops a lot sooner because you never know what somebody's carrying on them. It may not look like somebody has a gun on them, but I guarantee you somebody that that person could have, they could have had a gun on them, could have had a knife on them. Doesn't matter. A weapon, you know, that gives them an advantage over you having just your fists something where, you know, they could have anything, mace, something, just whatever it is. Like it, it, it doesn't, you know, you never know. And I, I wouldn't honestly take that risk too often. Um, if it were, you know, if you were me in that situation, I'm like, Hey, I keep, I try to keep, you know, a good, good distance between me and whatever 
I guess the perpetrator, I guess we would say in this situation, or just the person, right? The, the person that is uh, posing a threat, a potential threat, um, keeping distance between me and him, a good enough distance where I can't get, you know, stabbed. <laughs> I try to stay out of stabbing distance just in case. Because uh, getting face to face with someone like that real close, like, hey, it's, it's a dangerous thing to do. If it comes to that, then you do whatever you need to do. But they should have called the cops a lot sooner. Um, like, a de escalation is not necessarily a reg- uh, just a civilian's job, nor do I expect them to do it well. The kid did it well. He gave him several warnings before using force. Uh, so I will give him that. And he didn't kill him or anything, he just knocked him out, put him on his back. You know, and I I applaud him for that. But like anybody else out there, please (laughs) use you be smarter. Right. Keep your distance until you, you know, know for sure that the person isn't going to pull a weapon on you or something. But call the cops is like sooner than that kid did before waiting till, you know, he had it came to fisticuffs, you know. Should have called the cops a lot sooner. Because by the time that situation ended, had they called the cops a lot sooner, as soon as he's like crossed the fence line, you know, and, and kind of posed more of a threat at that point, then, you know, then they probably would have been there by the time everything was over. Uh, so that's, that's today's, you know, honest story. <laughs> and I, I don't know, man, like that's, from, to me, that's pretty interesting. Like, but it's kind of stupid in a way, but it also, you know, I, I applaud the kid for, for doing whatever he had to do and, and defend, defend his property. So kudos to him for still being alive and, and not really, um, hurting himself, you know, cause you, that is also one thing is you got to neutralize that threat, you know, especially if it's something, uh, like that where, it is a person coming onto your property. You got to learn how to neutralize that threat, like immediately, immediately. Whether whether that involves just calling the cops and you know staying away, um, they could have gone back in the house, but I don't know how that would have turned out. But again, you got to be careful in those situations because you never know what somebody's carrying. He was in a tank. The the neighbor was in a tank top and some, I guess, gym shorts. Um, but I, you, people will hide weapons anywhere. Don't like <laughs> people cannot be more creative than you'd think. Uh, so I would take that into consideration. So we've got an, uh, am I the douchebag story? We got another one and let me find it real quick. I can kind of give you the synopsis of the story. Uh, cause it's kind of a, in a sense, I'd say it's a classic situation, Loosely, I would say it's a classic situation, an unfortunate classic situation, but you know, an unfortunate, an unfortunate situation nonetheless. So this guy who is about 23 years old, I believe he said, and he's in school, right? He's got, he's working on his finance degree and he uh, also working a part-time job and slash interning at an office so he's kind of busy a lot of the time. He's living at home with his parents. And, you know, since he's working, he's busy and whatnot. He's, he's doing his best he can. He also tries to help out around the house as much as he can, you know. But it's hard sometimes because he gets up really early in the morning to leave to go, you know, to school or to work. 
and you know, late at night because you you know got work and school <laughs> so with that being said his dad came to him one time and complained that he doesn't really have oh sorry the other detail is that he has a sister that also lives with his parents she's about 20 i believe and she doesn't work she just goes to school but she does not work so the dad comes up to the 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 kid one day the guy his son, and he says that uh, the, the, the the dad comes at the son saying, you know, like, oh, you don't help around the house enough, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm sorry, you don't help out the chores or anything like that, blah, blah, blah. You're so lazy. Why aren't you helping? And the kid argues that, you know, the kid kind of comes back, of course, to defend himself. I'm saying, like, I, I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm busy. I do help out when I can. And the dad's like, oh, well, when's the last time you helped out? And the kid says, I took out the trash last night. Like, he came back with legit evidence, and and not in a, you know, disrespectful way. And then the kid, and then the dad comes back with, well, you should stop arguing with me, and blah, blah, blah. You know, just kind of douchebaggy stuff like that. (laughs) Just kind of like, the the parent card. I call it the parent card, because that's a pure parent card, and I hate it. I hate when parents try to pull that card when the kid comes back with legit evidence of them doing opposite of what the parent is accusing them of because they don't want to lose because they're the parent. They're supposed to, you know, be superior, blah, 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 whatever. Um, sorry, I forgot where I was going with that. But <laughs> but the kid, uh, but oh yeah, the dad threatened to be like, you know, I can make you homeless at any point in time. That's what the dad came back with. That's what the dad came back with. And the kid, uh, and he said, you should stop arguing. And the kid said, okay. Packed his bags, left. And he, and at this point in time when he wrote the post, he was sleeping in his car for about a week. Um, and he did not tell his friends where, where he was, nor his parents or his sister. He just up and left. Up and left completely. <clears throat> so, um, the only person he told was his best friend, uh, and she was kind of being the messenger for a couple of messages between, um, him and his parents. And so the question was, is he the douchebag for, you know, just up and leaving, you know, without communicating anything? And I have to say, yeah, kind of. I'm trying to find the post. I'm still scrolling at this point. I'm glad I remembered what it said, because otherwise we'd be screwed. But, hey, it's Muhammad Ali with a mustache. That's interesting. Never seen that one before. And, you know, I, like, I kind of have to say, first of all, that's not how you deal with that situation as a kid. I am also very upset with the father for threatening. Like, you should never hold that over your kid's head. If I'm letting my kid stay with me after, you know, they're 18 years old, like, if they're in college and they're, or, or, or they're working, doesn't have to be both, if they're doing one or the other, I'm, like, happy to let them stay, because at least they're working on something, right, um, because I know how, because especially with the economy these days, like, I wouldn't really expect anybody to be able to, ready to move out at 18, because first of all, that's, that's tough on the men, the mental side, but also, you know, physically, you know, financially preparing for that kind of thing is, is hefty, it's a hefty load these days for a kid, um, like, you know, fresh out of high school, like, it's, it's a lot of responsibility to, to live by yourself, it really is, 
more so than some people think. Now, I know parents and stuff like that probably have gone through that point where they're living by themselves. Some, you know, some parents from, I guess, my parents' generation, some got married at, you know, 18, 19 years old, and they were moved in together, so they didn't really have that much time to live by themselves. Um, so they just, you know, they've been together for as long as they can remember, and they've been living with someone for as long as they can remember. So they never really had the the struggle of living by themselves. But there also are people from that same generation who did definitely live by themselves until they got married, probably in their later 20s or whatever, whenever they got married. So, like, I, I definitely wouldn't hold that over my kid's head, nor would I threaten them with that. Like, oh, I could make you homeless. I'm like, why? First of all, the dad's a douchebag because just admit like you're like if something's wrong like if there's something like you really feel like the child's not doing yelling at them is not the way to do it man it's not kid like we can solve and have arguments without freaking yelling at your kids like that doesn't mean that oh just because you're the parent doesn't give you a right to just yell at your kids for whatever reason you feel like picking a, you know picking a fight with them you know on that day for like no stop that that's such an old and stupid way of talking to people that's not how you teach people communication skills. You're supposed to teach your kids how to, you know, communicate with someone if you have a problem with them. Interacting with them like that teaches them that, oh, well, if I feel somebody has wronged me, I'm just going to yell at them. I'm not going to peacefully handle it with a, you know, with a, with a calm tone. No, I'm just going to yell at them. And when they provide me with factual answers, I'm just going to yell at them some more and just insult them. Like, no, you don't do that. That's not how you communicate an, an issue you have with someone. Like, what are we in? What are we, four-year-olds? No, somebody comes at you with factual evidence that, hey, this thing that you're accusing me of isn't correct. You don't yell at them some more and get offended and all like, how dare you you know, talk back to me? No, you brought up the freaking argument. It's your responsibility to handle it like a professional because they, he provided you what you asked for. You asked him, the dad asked, when's the last time you helped out? And the kid provided you with an answer. Don't you dare come back with disrespect after something like that happens. You're the one that asked the question. He gave you an answer. A legit answer, not some made up. He gave you a legit answer and a legit, a legit example of when the last time he actually helped out with chores. So what's your complaint? What's your reasoning for even coming at the kid? Like, I, I honestly think there's something deeper than that. But the way, you know, this this adult, quote unquote, handled this situation, it was not professional whatsoever. And it's kind of ridiculous the way he handled it. It's pretty awful, honestly. I, 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 I feel for the kid, but also the kid's kind of a douchebag because you shouldn't just up and leave with no communication whatsoever. Again, same thing. Don't handle it in a childish way. Talk to one another. Like no, the kid, like kids should not have to be the bigger person when it comes to having a conversation with their parents. They shouldn't. <laughs> like it's, it's, oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. I'm trying to find where this post is. I'm going to go through all the Reddit accounts that I follow. Oh. Okay, here it is. Found it. That was fast. So the title was, Am I the Douchebag for Quietly Packing My Stuff and Leaving My Family's House Without Telling Anyone After My Dad Threatened to Kick Me Out? Now, yes, I would honestly uh, say that kind of the douchebag because if you're not letting your parents know where you're going, you could be dead somewhere. Like, communication is, is important. 
Now you can, you, I would have told him like, Hey, listen, okay. You, you threatened me with, with being homeless and whatnot. I, I really don't appreciate it. You asked me the question that, Hey, when's the last time you helped out? I give you a legit answer. You know, I'm sorry that you, you know, got upset and you feel angry about that, but I gave you a legit answer to, to your question. I don't know what, what the issue is with me. I'm, you know, I'm working, I'm in college, I'm staying busy and I'm staying out of your hair as much as possible. Uh, so, you know, if there's something else that is the issue, like we can talk about this, like as adults and, and not, you know, stoop to this level of arguing with each other. Cause it's a petty argument that happened. And I, I, I despise those freaking arguments between parents and children because the parents want to act like kids. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I <laughs> freaking, I really do hate that. Like, I absolutely hate that. Like, like the parent is supposed to be somebody you can turn to, you know, that's supposed to be that trustworthy adult in your life. Like the primary trustworthy adult in your life. Like that's, it's, it's sad and despicable when parents really stoop to such a low level of, of childish behavior and immature behavior just generally. Cause I've met children that can be mature and have proper arguments, uh, better than some adults sincerely. Like some parents really have some issues to work out with themselves. Um, so yeah, the kid left. He's been living in this car for a week. Oh, sorry. It's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a woman. Sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I kind of, it's a, it's a, it's a lady. It's a daughter, not a son. It's a daughter. Yep. Pers- the, the, this kid's she's in grad school she works part-time and interns at her office she graduate graduates in june um so this was posted about 11 hours ago from now so she's doing good she graduates in june and she's been applying to as many jobs as she can so she can move out because she wants to move out so you know hey cool that's a goal she has Yeah, but the dad called her useless, says that she never uh, helps around the house, says that her sister is the, the one always doing everything, and uh, she did explain that I do help out, that and that just because they haven't seen me doesn't mean that I don't. He asked me to give him an example, and I told him that I took out the garbage, uh, took the garbage out the night before. The conversation escalated to him saying that I should shut up and not argue any longer because he could easily make me homeless if he wanted to. Like that's a, what a childish freaking thing to turn to because you get, cause you're wrong. Cause your child proves you wrong. You have to resort to insults and childish measures and dangling this thing over them that, you know, whatever, like if you're going to offer a piece of kindness to someone like this, letting them stay past the age of 18, which you're not obligated to do, but the fact that you do it, you shouldn't dangle it over somebody's head because that, that's a stupid and childish thing to do. Why offer it to him in the first place if you're just going to threaten to take it away? That's a douchebag move. It really is. Don't offer somebody a piece of kindness and then threaten it, you know, to take it away. Like, what kind of freaking person are you? Um, but, yeah, no. So she blocked her entire family's numbers and social medias and she hasn't spoken to them since. So she completely went no communication with these people. And though I get it, like it is a tough and stupid situation, like completely stupid and outrageous.
I really hope that recorded. Um, yeah, I really hope that recorded. I don't know what happened. I looked up and I on my phone and I saw the Bluetooth was connected, so uh, I forgot because the car's on. So, haha! Hopefully, I didn't ruin the recording. But yeah, she went completely no contact with these people and with her entire family apparently. But she's been sleeping in the car. Um, her friends got, you know, she's, she's gotten some very confused text from her friends and whatnot with what's going on. And all she's been pretty much said is that she's safe and that, you know, they shouldn't worry about where she is. Like, it's, it's, it's dad's fault and also daughter's at fault too for not, for not communicating. Like, even if, no matter how angry I would, I could possibly get at my parents, I don't think I could ever, you know, just run away without telling them where I am at least. You know, growing up and being being an adult and maturing is kind of, you got to learn how to communicate. You know, I I get that that situation was unfavorable and that situation was unfair to the, to the, to the, uh, to the young adult, but also panicking parents and, and kind of, <sighs> making them worried about where you are is, is kind of not the route to go. I'd have to say that you should have definitely communicated where you were. Uh, some of the responses I got were, are from, um, let's see, this person says, everyone is the douchebag in this situation. So if anybody's not familiar with these kind of situations, there's, um, these are on Reddit, so you can vote the person to be not the douchebag, you can vote them to be absolutely, like, yes, the douchebag, and then the third option is everyone is the douchebag, which is kind of rare to see, uh, but for this one, this person says, everyone is the douchebag, your father shouldn't be threatening you with homelessness over some petty argument, uh, introducing that kind of real anxiety and instabilities, uh, instability into someone's life is no joke, that said, your reaction was childish. You could have left or made plans to leave when ready with a place to go and left them with a note or explanation and then gone no contact. Um, you don't owe them any of your information, such as where you are or any control over what you do, as you're an adult now. But as an adult, it would be better to cut things off cleanly rather than creating unnecessary drama and expecting your friends to be messengers for you like a teen running away from home. Your dad needs to realize that threatening someone with homelessness is serious. You need to decide if cutting off your family over this is something you really want to do, especially long term. I wouldn't allow your dad to just blow the issue off, though. He can't threaten you into compliance with a power play and then pretend uh, it was nothing when you call his bluff. He needs to give you a sincere apology. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Um, but that's something, like, again, heat of the moment, making emotional decisions like that is a horrible idea. Like, because long term, you may want to reconnect, but you, because, you know, because we're human and we have the issue with pride and fear of people not forgiving us and it escalating into something else, you're not going to reach out to your parents again. You're going to be too afraid, even though you may want to, because... 
that happens with the people in their lives, like they make mistakes like that, and it's a drastic, you know, decision, um, and they made it in the heat of emotion, and then they're just like, uh, frick, they realize 10, 15 years later, like, oh man, I really, I kind of miss them, I, I wish I hadn't, you know, ruined the situation like that, so, you know, it's important to think more critically when you're going to do something like that. I understand it's hard. I understand you're probably heated and quite pissed off. Like I, I would be too. If somebody tried to pull that over my head, I'd, I'd be like, Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm here working. I I'm at school and I'm working part time. Like you can't like I'm useless, useless, <laughs> useless. And I still do chores around the house. And I do still help out with chores. I may not do as many chores as my sister who doesn't have a job, but she only does school. But I'm at school and I have a job. I apologize, but my, like, I'm sorry that I, you don't see me as useful around the house, but I'm working and in school. You know? Like, I do the best I can with the time that I've got. I still need to make sure I'm getting a good, uh, good amount of sleep in every night and to make sure that I'm taking care of what I need to take care of to make sure that I'm ready to move out here soon so that I can move out soon and I can be out of your hair but you know in the meantime I would appreciate it if you would you know give me a little bit more respect as I am a young I am adult I'm an adult even though I'm a young adult I'm still an adult and I would like to receive the respect that I give you as this is your house and whatnot, like, I mean, hey, simple communication, it's not hard, but I, I also do blame the parent for not, you know, being mature enough to not threaten the kid with, like, oh my gosh, I can make you homeless, I'm like, wow, I could put you in a freaking, I could put you in a, a retirement home, too, so, like, so what, I'm not gonna threaten you with that kind of thing, it's, it's uncalled for, it's rude, but that's all we have time for today, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, if you got feedback uh, on Spotify, I believe you can. Oh, wait, no. I will leave a poll up uh, or at least a Q&A up on this. So on Spotify, you can reply for all my Spotify listeners out there. You can reply with your thoughts about this. You can also leave a voice message. Um, if you have the Anchor app, you could just go on the Google Play or on the App Store and search up Anchor Podcasts. And it should come right up. It's the one that's purple. Um, And you can leave a voice message and we can talk more about this kind of situation. And I'd like to hear your thoughts. So let me know. But thanks everybody so much for listening. Remember that love is patient. And I will see you guys in the next one. Peace.